Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. You've got the home of the truth. Back to The Baldface Truth with John Kanzano on 750 The Game. University of Portland uh, had a great weekend. I don't know how your weekend went, but they were playing at Texas A&M. That's a, that's a really good baseball school. And Jeff Loomis and his team just cleaned up, won two out of three. Here to talk about it, Jeff Loomis himself. They're home this week, pilots are. How'd that feel, Coach? <laughs> well, it felt pretty great. I, we, we got on a plane just in time to get to Texas and uh, was getting updates here of how much snow is on our field. So, uh, you know, first off, getting out of town was, was uh, a perfect weekend for us to be in Texas. Yeah, give me an idea because um, uh, it, when you're looking at it from the perspective of weather, you know, the Pacific Northwest, we've always talked about the bad weather and how do the baseball schools manage. You know, you go down there, how much field time had you had? How much outdoor time had you got? Yeah, we're incredibly lucky, John. We got a, uh, I'm sure you're aware, we've got a new stadium that was built a couple of years ago um, as part of the project leading up to the stadium being built. Uh, we we brought an astroturf uh, and and that's our playing surface. We don't have any dirt on the field at all, and so we can play and practice pretty much through anything. We added lights uh, a few years ago as well, so our guys can be in class all day, and then we can practice. Uh, you know, the, when, it, when it gets dark early like this, we're able to practice at 3:30 and still get a great practice time in. So, in in all honesty, we've been able to be outside every single day. We're we're fully prepared to to start the season. Yeah, look, uh, your team goes there. You know, you go to Texas A&M. That's a power. How, how did you feel about your guys? Were they loose going into the game? You know, what do you say to them before? <laughs> well, it's, it's such a unique environment there. I, I, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, there's 7,000 people at the games, and they've got all these traditions and songs, and uh, it was it was a very unique atmosphere, uh, a lot of fun for our guys. They showed up. Their fans showed up. When we actually took BP on Friday and started in on uh, their their Instagrams, their Twitters, anything they knew about our guys, they started in on uh, right from the get-go at BP. And so we we got a quick dose of what it was going to be like, uh, and and uh, just happy with how our guys responded. Obviously, we've you're under a lot of stress there, uh, playing in front of seven thousand people. That's that's uh, a little. Uh, it's not something that we're used to. We play Oregon State at Hillsboro. Uh, Hop Stadium there, and we get five, six thousand people for that one. Uh, this was every single day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, with just great turnouts. But we're lucky that we have, uh, I think, an experienced team, an older group of guys, and so some of the young guys for sure. John had, uh, you know, the wide eye look going, but we have a lot of guys with experience, and they they handled themselves extremely well. Yeah, and I look at you know every year it's this time of year. I mean, you're you're seven games into your season now after the three-game series on the weekend, but how long does it take you to get a feel for what you have? 
it takes a while, and that's it, it, what we do look for is depth, you know. And so I like to see that we've got depth in every position. Uh, with 56 games scheduled over the course of three or four months, you're looking at uh, playing a lot of games in a short amount of time, and so uh, it's it's really natural for guys to uh, come down with little nagging injuries that might keep them out for a couple of weeks. And so this time of the year is really important for us just to be able to gauge what type of depth we have. I have a pretty good idea of who our starters are on a daily basis, but finding time for some of the other guys who might be sitting right behind a starter to get them prepared uh, because, you know, if a starter goes down, we want to be able to fill that hole with the same type of talent that we've seen out there. And, and, um, and so it's important. It's a really important time of the year just so we can gauge what type of depth we have. Yeah, look, uh, you know, we always talk about pitching and defense, talk about hitting. Uh, you know, where do you feel like your hitting is? You got 10 runs in that opener. It looked like it was pretty good. Oh, we've been, we, we came out against Utah Tech last week and, and threw up 17 runs in the first game. And, uh, you know, it just kind of kept going and going. And we've had uh, some per- performances from individuals this week. Spencer Scott, a product out of Grant High School, was named the Offensive Player of the Week in the West Coast Conference. Last week we had uh, Nick Clamp, uh, Utah Tech. Uh, he hit uh, 761 on the weekend mm-hmm. and had an on-base percentage of over 800. He's our starting catcher, and it was leading the nation in several categories after four games. I mean, you just don't you just don't have weekends like that. And uh, so we've had some really good individual performances. But to speak to what you're saying, we've been able to put one through nine. Our whole uh, lineup has been able to produce at a pretty high rate at this point. And so we're averaging a lot of runs per game, and we're hitting 336 as a team right now. Uh, on-base percentages over 400. So, you know, we're just doing a lot of things right right now on the offensive side. you got a big game uh, Wednesday. You'll be at Joe Etzel Field, and then you got a weekend series Friday and a doubleheader Saturday and then another game on Sunday for people to yeah. come out. And I'm hoping for, for clear skies and good weather. Um, how you how you feeling moving towards the weekend? I'm hoping that we get the same. I, I if we could get some clear skies, uh, we were able to play through just little showers here and there. Uh, it would go a long ways, though, and still melting some of the snow that's, that's held over from last week. And uh, so we're getting the field pre- prepped right now and getting ourselves ready for uh, for action starting Wednesday. And, um, yeah, it was just for, for people that, you know, love to see a good brand of baseball, uh, come out to come out to University of Portland. we got a brand-new stadium, and, and uh, a team that plays the game the right way. So I'm hoping that we get a lot of people out here to see this, these, these guys perform. Yeah, Jeff Loomis, our guest, uh, he is the coach, University of Portland Baseball. Huge weekend for the Pilots is they clean up on Texas A&M, win two out of three. Uh, you lose the Sunday game five to four. But you go home feeling pretty good about that. What's that trip home like for you guys? Along, my goodness. We got home last night at 2.30 a.m. Uh, because of delays due to weather. And so it's, uh, you know, the life of a Division One baseball player, I guess. You know, these, these guys get off the bus at 2.30, and then they've got morning classes that they're expected to be at, you know. And so uh, that, that trip home was a long trip, and it was going to be long one way or the other. Uh, you know, what, what transpired over the weekend, I, I, you know, we played good baseball. Uh, that's what it came down to. That was my message to the guys ahead of time is forget who we're playing, forget the opponent and what we're, the environment that we're playing in. Let's just play the game the way it's meant to be played. And if you, if you hit better and play better defense and, and throw more strikes, you're going to come out on top. And, you know, we did that. We, we were down 
uh, in the first game in the sixth inning, and then we didn't trail again until the ninth inning of the third uh, game. So, I mean, we went on a run there uh, from the sixth inning of the first game all the way to the ninth inning of the last one, and, and we were three outs away from a sweep. So I, I, uh, I just feel like we played some pretty good baseball over there. Look, uh, you're a Hall of Famer at the University of Portland. You still hold the school record with a 372 average, but you got some guys on this team uh, you got, uh, you know, who are who are uh, who can hit, and you got Spencer Scott from Grant High School, who's the WCC Co-Player of the Week. Uh, you know, how good does it feel to you, Jeff, to be at your alma mater, a place that you love, and have some success? It's a great feeling. I, mean, I grew up in Oregon City, so it's it's uh, it's a great feeling to be able to come back to University of Portland, and uh, I actually played on the team in 1991, the last time the University of Portland had gone to a regional, and so my lasting memory is of those years when uh, we, we were going to regionals two out of three years there uh, in that stretch, and so uh, that was my lasting memory, and that's, you know, what I wanted to bring back uh, to the bluff, and and um, this school means a lot to me. I got my degree from here, and now I'm, I'm back here for my eighth season, and and um, you know, it's just uh, it's a, it's exciting to come back to a place and and be able to uh, uh, know where all the dorms are, uh, you know, where the kitchen is, and and, uh, and and then be able to you know relay to our recruits and the guys that we have just what a unique experience and what a great education they're going to get here. You have 30 players on your roster. I'm looking at it right now from Oregon and Washington. Why is that important to you? Well, I think it's important because Northwest baseball uh, is at one point was pretty underrepresented, and I think that the word is out on Northwest baseball, and you start to see Northwest kids on multiple rosters. But we we like to stay inside of our region. I think it's really important for us. Um, Jay Colcroft is one of our best offensive players, and you'd mentioned some of the records, and and Jake's going to end up breaking quite a few of these records. Uh, he's he's from California. And we got him as a sophomore um, to commit to come to our place, but that's unique. You know, if you look at our roster, like you said, it's going to be uh, it's going to be the Northwest region, and we take a lot of pride in going out and finding uh, Northwest players to to play in this uh, environment. Yeah, look, I I think it's it's remarkable that we see you know the success at Oregon State, the success you guys have had at UP, including this weekend, and you know you're going to get that game. Uh, out in Hillsboro against Oregon State, and what does that mean to you to play a game like that in your footprint and have two really good, you know, programs playing each other? Well, it's a lot of fun, and on that, I think that's, uh, I think that's what why so many people come out to the game is, is they're going to see good baseball, and and um, you know the the state of Oregon right now, there's some really good baseball being played at the college level, and there's no MLB team at this point, right? And so uh, we get. Uh, you know, this is the the best game in town is to come watch these college athletes uh, compete against each other. And, and um, you know, I know one thing about our guys is they have no fear, you know, and that was proven this weekend when they went to play an SEC team. A lot of people didn't uh, expect us to do anything on the national stage. Uh, you know, they're, they're saying that Texas A&M really failed themselves, but I see it a different way and that we were ready to go play those guys. And it doesn't surprise me one bit that we went over there and played well. Yeah, I think, you know, you guys obviously have had success. You're doing it with local kids. There's a lot to celebrate there. Um, you know, yeah. in, the, in, the, in your own conference, um, you know, how, what are you trying to get out of these non-conference games early on that will help you down the road? 
from the pitching side, we, we, we get a chance to get our guys built up, you know, and that's really important for arm care and making sure our guys are healthy uh, is that by the time we get to conference here in the next three weeks, you know, our guys are going to be built up to a, a point where they can throw an extended amount of pitches. Um, and so this early part of the year is really about using, we've got a 16-man pitching staff, and it's about using all 16 of those guys and, and you know, uh, finding out which guys are going to be, um, at the top of their game once we get to the West Coast Conference play. We lead off with Pepperdine here at home in three weeks. And so the goal for the next two weeks is we have, we've already established some guys that are uh, off to good starts, and, and we want to make sure that we go into that series with, um, you know, seven, eight guys that we really feel comfortable that uh, can help us win a conference championship. And so this time of the year is just, you know, ultimately it's, imp- it's important for our guys just to, to get those innings underneath them and on the offensive side as well. You know, we... The, the, you can't go live every day in practice. And so these, these at-bats, these pitches, the offensive guys are seeing the, the different velocities, the different types of pitches. You know, it goes a long way in preparing them for what they're going to be facing on the West Coast Conference. Jeff Loomis is our guest, uh, University of Portland baseball coach. Uh, they're coming off a huge weekend. Beat Texas A&M on Friday, come back on Saturday, win again, come back on Sunday, tough one, 5-4 loss in College Station. Um, how did you – let's go back to Friday because you win a big one on Friday. You score 10 runs. You know, in most – there are a lot of programs that would go into a game like that against – or a series like that with the number five team of the country. Be happy to get one, celebrate, act like they'd never been there before, and, you know, lose the series. What was the mood on Friday night after the 10-3 to win, and how do you keep your guys focused there? Yeah, we we really just played Friday night. We we played well, um, and and at the end of the day, after the, the the game was over and we beat them pretty soundly, you know, the, the message to the guys was let's enjoy today for today and let's get ready to play tomorrow, you know. And so, uh, a lot of our conversation is how you know how are you going to go uh, fuel up? How are you going to eat? Are you going to take care of your body? And, and uh, are you going to get good sleep tonight, you know, and, and, and so making sure that we're doing things while we're enjoying the victory that day, you know, to, to also make sure we're getting ourselves prepared for the next day. And so I think part of the success is just uh, focusing on that day one day at a time. And I know it's a cliche, but, um, you know, in this case on a, on a Friday night is making sure we're getting good sleep, making sure we're getting a good rollout on Saturday morning, making sure we're getting our, giving ourselves um, best chance to be successful on Saturday. And then when Saturday comes, we scout and report and, and talk about what we did well the day before and what we didn't do well. And, and then we move on, right, and get on to that Saturday game and then go into it with the same expectations, which is to go out and play well in one game. So, um, you know, I think that with our guys, it would have been easy to focus on just winning that day Friday and then, and then um, you know, letting the other two games uh, go, but our guys are, you know, I think that how we do it is, is we, we, we work to prepare them. We work on the process of things and we take that, uh, you know, one day at a time type of an approach and, and it allows us to refocus the next day on the task at hand, which is just to win Saturday's game and forget about what happened on Friday. Yeah, look, uh, I, I think it's great to see UP having some success in baseball. Wanted to give you some love, Coach, because uh, I know you got some home games coming up, and hopefully uh, you know, you'll get good weather, you'll get them in, and then that big series, uh, that big game with uh, Oregon State on the horizon uh, should be a lot of fun. That's March 21st for people who are interested. They're, you're going to – is that at Goss Stadium or is that in Hillsboro? 
Uh, it's going to be Hillsboro, and, and okay. we play at Goss uh, Stadium later in the year as well. But, okay. but uh, yeah, we, we, we go to Hillsboro because uh, we know that the, the numbers of people that want to see that game are increasing every year. And, and last year, the last few years, actually, we've had sellouts there. And so I think it's important for as many people to come out as possible and see what type of brand of baseball is being played out here. Yeah, uh, congrats to you guys on a great start to the season. Uh, it's going to be fun to see you guys down the stretch and see you especially in those games against the Pac-12 teams. And, um, you know, hopefully you get some votes. Baseball America, pay attention to this team. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm ready for that. Hey, hey, but don't do this. Don't midweek's going here. Yeah, don't change your philosophy. Like, you know, we see some coaches, they have some success, right? And then they go out and they say, hey, I can recruit out of the region. You're winning with local kids. Good on you. Yeah, we're going to stay local, too. You know, baseball's good here. Love it. Uh, Jeff Loomis, congrats, and we'll get you on the show down the road. Oh, I appreciate it, John. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. There he is, University of Portland baseball coach. They're off to a nice start, 5-2 and two to start the season. Pay attention to them. Don't sleep on them. Texas A&M did, and it cost them. Leave it here. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face hey, Sorry Truth. to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.